you may be in your business, you may be thinking, I have enough clients, I, I do. But if you're not connected, if you aren't still continuing to learn, if you aren't part of Lash Facebook groups or... Going to conferences or being part of Clubhouse. You become <laughs> blind to the things that you see every day and you don't see your business with fresh eyes as you should. So what I want you to do is I want you to take those blinders off and give your business an update by making a list of all the touch points. Finding out what are the touch points. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for like McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, Andre, show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Yeah, they panning. I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast. Your friend in the lash industry. Hey, smart cookies. We are coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tuss. It's day three, you know? It is day three. Day three of our fasting mimicking diet. That's right. Oh my gosh. It's so hard. Day three is when autophagy is happening. What is that? Parts of my body are dying right now. The bad parts. The cancer. Yes. As people don't know, and this is not to create empathy or sympathy, I have prostate cancer. I've had it now for six years, and I'm still doing okay. You're doing great. Yeah, I'm actually doing fine. They can't find it. They've been trying to, and I, I have a biopsy in about two months where I, they'll do another test to see if they can find it. Hopefully, through things like this fasting, they, No, they we've won't. been very proactive in treatment, and it's paid off because yeah. it has not grown. They cannot find it. I think this is one of the things we should do. I realize this whole thing, Tuss is really big on health. And it's not something we really talk about in the podcast. And just right now, as we're sitting here, I'm like, I'm looking at my little meal card that tells me what I'm supposed to eat. And I'm like, we should talk about this we stuff. We should. I, would I know you'd love, love to. to talk to you guys about how I plan the meals and how I keep fit. It doesn't take much energy, contrary to popular thought. It really doesn't. She, but it does she take claps prep. her arms like her mom. Oh, stop it. No. No, I told my mom, mom, you should exercise. And she's like, no, I do exercise. I flap my arms like a chicken. Yeah. She, I'm like, mom, that's... <laughs> it's not an exercise, That's mom. not an exercise. Ball, you know, she's like, oh, I go up and down the stairs. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's good. Okay, okay. That's good, mom. Thanks, All mom. right. Yeah, she has like, and it's two steps, by the way, on her stairs. So Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. It's not a very big thing. But anyhow, we are going to talk today about really training and how do you want to start? Like, how do you get into training? We get asked that quite a bit. Like, oh, I want to be a trainer. Can you recommend a good training program? I'm, yeah. I'm really looking into start starting to mentor people. How do I do that? Exactly. So we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to go into some other details about, which I won't go into now. Because then that, you got to wait. We'll, just, we'll wait. It's good so stuff. Before we do that, we have some announcements. announcements. It's time for announcements. And what do we have going on? Well, right now, we have London Lash coming up on January 22nd. So if you're listening to this before January 22nd of 2024, you can still buy your tickets. Links in our show notes. You can come and see us there. We're the MCs, and we're going to be talking about really how to build a salon. 
and all that. So that's coming up. Also, we're going to be at the premiere show February 4th and 5th. In Anaheim. In Anaheim. Right next to Lashcon. It's really right. It's a hotel right, or it's the convention center right next to the hotel where Lashcon happens. We have Michelle Rath coming. We have, actually, I got a different pronunciation. It wasn't Yule. It was Jewel or something like that. I, hey, Jewel. Uh, Rafferty. I keep hearing different pronunciations of her name. Anyhow, she's going to be speaking Michelle Wynn and Chris Carr. So it's a great lineup of people. It's like $95 right now to get in. And then you get two days full of classes and a trade show. It's great. It's February 4th and 5th. Go to the link in the bio or in our show notes or go to our Instagram. You can go there and get a link there and go over. Buy your tickets. Come and hang out with us in Anaheim. And last, just, just yeah. to make it clear, it's not a lash convention. No. It is a beauty convention. So beauty you've show. got hair, you've got nails, you've got skin, you've got all that stuff. You've got a few lash vendors. In fact, you but- have other classes you can go there too. If you want the business courses or if you're into hair or, or nails, there'll be other classes there you can join. They're all free for the most part. The difference is that they're vendor they're- promoted, which means that the organization premiere doesn't put things together except like our little lash group. Yeah, it's a good thing to go to. If you're, especially in Southern California, you should definitely go. Otherwise, you can just still fly in, buy your ticket, and hang out with us. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. Last year, it was a lot of fun. We were in Orlando and Anaheim, and this year, we're doing all four premiere shows. So more details on that. Then Tustin's Retention Course. I know a lot of people are always saying, when's your next training? And we don't have a date because... We're still putting it together. Yeah, it's going to be a new hybrid model. So it means like we shot everything on video. And we need to take that, edit it, add in all the video clips and all the voiceovers and all this other content we need to add to it. And then that will be an online class that you can take before you take the in-person training. So that way you really can go in deep. And then after you go through all that, answer some quizzes, then we'll do a live Q&A. And then we're going to, instead of a two-day training, it'll be a one-day training. And the benefit of all this is that we're going to lower our costs from $1,700 to $997 because we really want to make this accessible to more people because we really think that there's a lot of good people teaching about retention, but really no one teaches what Tesla does. Everyone else gives you like little gimmicks like, oh, try this. Do the humidifier. Use this thing. Try using this bonder or do this trick with bonder. Like little things which do help, but there's a bigger problem in the room that most people are not addressing, and that is the actual bond itself if you get the best possible mechanical bond and you get more surface area than yeah. you are used to it solves all the problems yeah you don't need to mess you don't with have to all, worry about all these other things they're nice but really this one thing fixes all and of how them. do you do that that's what the class is all so, about and that we're hoping I said March, I think, earlier. I'm, I'm now thinking April. It could even be May. We'll just see because there's a lot the of work spring. Why don't we just say the spring? spring? Yeah, sometime in the spring we will have the program. We'll launch it before that, but the first class will be somewhere in the spring. We'll just say that. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about training because really – Right now, I don't think this is as big as it used to be. You look at four, five, six years ago, everyone on the planet was talking about being a trainer, be a trainer. Now, I feel like it's like be a coach, be an influencer, be a, a sell, e-train, whatever. All, there's like more choices, but there's still a lot of people who would love to be a last trainer. So, Well, do you want to talk about like why they th- are feeling this first? Oh, no, we'll get into that okay. afterwards. Let's first get into what we would say are some different avenues for you to explore. If you want to be a trainer... What should you do? And we thought of at least five or six ideas of ways or paths to start getting you into that. Not necessarily, there's no one way of doing it. Every trainer I've talked to has like their own story, their own way, but at least we're going to give you a few ideas. Some people say, can you recommend a class or a mentor or a program that once I go through, I will be certified as a trainer? And for sure, there are people out there that are doing that and there are companies that are offering that kind of training. But 
in my opinion, that's like the cart before the horse. Because the big problem is once you have this training or certification or you feel equipped to be able to train people, what's your first problem? Yeah. First Get, problem. Getting clients. It's getting clients. Where are you going to find the clients? Where are you going to find the audience that is going to trust you as an authority? So I know some people are going to hate me for this, but we do not encourage you to go pay for training from train to trainer. I think maybe after you've done a little bit and you need a little refining or maybe some input, maybe that makes sense. But if you're just starting out from the get-go with nothing, paying someone like $1,000, $2,000 to teach you how to be a trainer is the only thing I think would be worth it is if they gave you a workbook. Maybe. And I'd say maybe. Do you disagree with me? No, I disagree with you. I think the only way that would work is if you are an amazing marketer yourself and you are able to create a business and create a, an audience from scratch with anything. If you're able to create a website and create a funnel for those specific skills, then go ahead and take it because you could learn, you could do anything, you could market anything. But just because you get a workbook doesn't mean that you're going to be able to sell your skills to those who need them. How are you going to do that if you don't have that funnel, if you don't have that setup? If you're a lash artist and that you've been struggling or doing your craft and getting your clients, your target audience as a trainer is going to be a lash artist, which is different than your end client yeah. who's and looking for lashes. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you have to use a different muscle and build a different business to get those new clients. All right. In the so door. let's real quickly, because we don't have a lot of time. We're going to go through right now, I think five ways that you can begin to build your training business. So the first one that Tuss, I remember we were just talking about this. This was interesting is actually going to your local beauty school and offering to teach there and offer to teach about lashes, right? They are always looking for a content and they're always willing, often, my it's been my experience, that they're very welcome to other people outside that are in the industry but outside the school to come in and just pour into their students because they're, they meet every day and they have to have content every day. It just takes some of the pressure off them. And so we've done this before. We've gone to a local school. We've just set up a bed. We've set up the light and we do a demonstration about what the lashes are. And then there's some people that are completely disinterested, but there's usually a handful that are really interested. And those people, you can work with them and you can begin to offer, like just in that class, just offer them the opportunity to sit in the seat and do some lashes. You're going to learn what is needed for the training just by watching them and guiding them on how to do that. It's going to give you your first orientation to what it means to be a trainer. And do it before you're ready. For us, often we do things before we're ready. So we just start something and then we figure it out as we go. So Figure it out as you so go. Go find a school and say, in two months, I like to train. Set the date. And now you have two months to prep your material. Like put something together. Don't just show up and be like... I hate guys. Let me tell you about lashes. No, let me challenge you. You can even do that. If you have been doing lashes for some time and you know how to take anything that walks through the door, then you are equipped to just bring your bed in and say, hey, I'm just going to show you what I do on a normal basis and just do it. And then maybe that will help you figure out what, how you say things, what you want to talk about. But I'm just saying you can do, because these won't be full day classes. It's maybe one or two hours. You don't have to have a full spectrum of information. And what's great is you can build your curriculum by doing this. So you come in the first time you do a demo and then you come up with some ideas. Next time you come in, you say, well, I'm going to do a little presentation before that demo. And you add in like a half hour talk about you know, lashes and glue and how it works. And then you do the demo, right? So over a period of time, in six months, maybe you'll have a full curriculum for a single one-day training. 
The other thing is that you're going to let the students try and you're going to see what they need. And you're going to see from the trainer's point of view. So you can build your own curriculum without having to be taught that. It's, I think it's best to learn when you don't learn how to swim by reading a book. You learn to swim by getting in the pool. You're and actually drowning. in the water, yeah, right? Yeah, like I drown. And you, that's how you build your parachute. On the way down. Yeah, and, and that's something we've done all the time. We booked LashCon before we had anything in place. We literally paid the deposit and they said, okay, I guess now we need to do this. Even with our coaching program, while I don't doubt our knowledge and our information, I don't have this big thought out year long plan for our coaching program. I didn't even, when we launched it, I didn't even have like a real marketing plan because we're just doing a soft launch. We're just trying to get it out there and start and then we'll grow it as we go. And that's just how we operate versus being perfect and having it all laid out. I know many of you are allowing perfection to get in your way of actually doing anything like, Oh, it just needs to all be set up. It needs to be perfect. You I need, need to have think a about, book. No. I need to have a presentation. I need to have all, no, you do build it, scared. it as you go. Do it scared. Do it. Just do it. And figure out, and by the way, you're not going to probably get paid to teach at the school. You're going to no. do this as a volunteer. You're just giving your time, and it's okay not to be paid right now because you're learning how to teach basically with free models. And the, the, ama- the amazing thing about this is that you are developing your audience. Those people yeah. that you continue to serve, you come and you do a demo. You do a demo once a month or something like that. During that, that time that they're in beauty school, they will see you as an authority. Yeah, and and like- then they say, then they'll say, hey, Tuss, hey, Paul, will you teach me how to do this? Because I want to be just like you when I graduate. Yeah. And th- those are your first students. Exactly. So I think you cut your teeth on the actual process of learning, teaching. And then secondly, another way to do this is to go work for a brand. I like you don't have to reinvent the wheel. In this case where you're going to the school, you're inventing everything. You can go work for a brand. They'll teach you their system of how they train. And then you work for them. And then after you do that for a year or two or longer, maybe you love just working for them because you don't have to worry about getting clients, right? You just go in and train. You can, you can build up your muscles, get that confidence, get that knowledge, learn everything you need. And what, one thing I do say, do not steal their book. <laughs> I know our industry has this idea, like, I knew there are people that wouldn't share, allow people to take their books home, their manuals home. Don't take it. You can write your own. You can use it uh, use as inspiration, like, what topics do I need to talk about? Oh, that's right. I need to talk about this. I need to talk about this. You can use the outline and then write your own copy. But So it's not wrong to use it as inspiration, but don't just steal it. And, the other you know. thing that you don't do is you don't, you don't, st- when you are working for somebody else, you give your all for that. Because it's for you. It's for your benefit, right? You're going to get the most from it when you put everything into it. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to stay there for life. But when you're there, you're serving the employer. That's how you do it with integrity. And when you leave, do it respectfully. Because one day you will be a business owner. And you will have people treating you poorly when they leave. You don't want to perpetuate that. You want to be a living example of the life that that you don't have to be that way. I know, but I'm just saying that's what everyone does it's just it's i can't hey look at me right now yeah vibe with me encourage okay our guys, listeners don't do it don't to do, do it. the right thing i'm just saying I, I just hear all these sob stories always like oh they left. they it's did but you be part painful. of the example you because yeah. you know what you be different your children are watching you yeah I, paul's watching you no i'm serious okay okay <laughs> you have to do stuff regardless of whether you're going to get the accolades for it exactly right? you do because the right thing that builds your character and you won't lose in that even if you get stolen from yeah your character will be sharpened and you can be an example for your family 
Exactly. Let's keep moving because we're going to run out of time here. Another thing to do. No, it's okay. I support you. Okay. (laughs) The other thing that are three more ideas. One is if you have staff, just become your employees, become your first trainees. That's how we started. Basically, Tusney back in 2009, had her first employee and trained her how to do lashes. Yeah, she was 2008. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I did it wrong in the beginning. I wanted people who had personality that could take care of their clients and carry a conversation and be superstars from okay, the get-go. Okay, I'm going to be rude right now and cut you off about you can, the but, type no. of person we hire. and, and all, We don't want to talk about that. I know, but the point that I'm trying to make is that... I didn't want to have too much hands-on with them. Oh, you didn't want to okay. train them too much. You wanted them to be already self-taught. Because I had that. my own clients, Got and it. it was about my clients, right? I Don't interrupt me, right? Yeah. You, like I always say, you can't have two masters. When you say don't interrupt, you're not talking to me. You're talking to the staff. I'm talking to the staff. You want them to be self-sufficient. So Yeah, don't bother free. me because I got my own yeah, clients. Yeah, I don't want to train, which we learned quickly. That is not a no. way to build a business. Basically, if you don't invest, your team's not going to invest in Why you. Why should they? Why should they? They're, they get they're, the scraps. They're working Why should solo they? anyways in their salon. They're working all by themselves, building their business. And then once they're busy enough, they're going to leave. That's normal. So what we always did is Tusney took a lot of time. Once a month, we shut down the salon and we taught our team. We spent a day teaching our team new things, new techniques, new stuff. And I did a review four times a year. So that meant going in there and checking the work and... Anyway, the point is that I'm pouring into them. Yes, that's and the point. So you can start there. If you have employees, just teach them. Practice with them. And over the next six months, you'll figure out your curriculum during that time and what works and what doesn't work. And then, like Tuss says, you'll also learn some other things about yourself, how to build your team. And that's all secondary, but not I the think point. That so when you not have, trying to be rude, but no, just trying when to you have on. somebody that you're teaching, you have an employee, you have a student... That's when you learn the most. Exactly. It's you learn when you're actually in the water, flailing your arms, trying it's to swim. It's better to do that than just wait and hope one day training takes off, like someone just calls you out of the blue. Next is really would say teaching your friends. Find some people in your community and say, hey, I'm developing my own training program. I'd love you to be a student for free. It's like taking models when you first start as a lash artist. You don't charge. You're just trying to practice lashing, right? It's like new photographers. Let me take pictures of your wedding, and then I can use those yeah. for advertising. It's like you're they're cutting your teeth on the actual service. Exactly. So don't be so – or too proud, I should say, and say, I, I would never do free work. You know what? If you've never taught before, why should anyone pay you a dime to teach you, Right. You need to just say, look, I'm going to be humble. I'm going to be a learner. I'm going to practice and take that time. Find some people in your community, offer free trainings. You'll figure out your curriculum again during that time. You'll figure out how to write your little manual and maybe your PowerPoint. You'll get that all together, but at least you're not charging. So no one's going to get mad. You're not screwing anyone and you're going to learn what you're good. By the way, you might learn you hate teaching. You might learn in that process alone, like, this sucks. So, and then the last thing, which is really the hardest, I'd say, and that is to build up a following on Instagram. And that is to go out and really become an influencer. Like, give value, give tips, give information, show a lot of samples of your work, do demos online, do Instagram lives where you show you doing lashes and talking about how you approach the lashing that's another way to go. I think it's a very slow process, especially if you only have 500 followers and you're like, I want to be a trainer. Good luck. It's going to take a long time before those 500 becomes 5,000, 10,000 people. You don't need to have 10 million people following, but you need to have some followers, some engagement, and even more important, not even just followers, engagement. How many people are watching, viewing, and engaging with you? And if you're getting hundreds of people on your stories, good. Now you have an audience. But if you get 10, 20, 30 people in your stories, 
It's not much of an audience that might be only your friends and family. So that's a hard route, but you can do it. I do know there are trainers. They built their whole following purely through Instagram, purely through showing their work, being top of the line, showing great examples, giving great tips and building that influence. But don't realize it's going to take a long time. And by the way, what I would do is I would do one of these other things while you work on your Instagram. I do both. So build your Instagram, but meanwhile, teach your friends, build your Instagram, go work for a brand, build your Instagram, go work for and teach at beauty school. That way you get the skill training while you're also marking. Cause here's the next point. If you're going to be a trainer, you have to realize that you're starting a second business. You're no longer just a lash artist. And by the way, if you're not in a highly demand lash artist, like you're not fully booked, I don't think you're ready to be a trainer. I really think you're just trying to find another way to make money and you think training would be easy. And if you can't even build your own books and be fully trained, why would anyone learn from you? Well, you're not qualified. You're not really qualified. I know people do this. And I know if you're listening and you're doing this, God bless you. I hope you succeed. I just think you're, you're, you're really making it more difficult because I don't know if you really possess the skills to do great work yet if you can't build a following. So I would encourage you to take a look. Maybe training's not for you. Maybe you're in this place where you're contemplating training because you're looking around and you're bored or it's hard for you to get clients. Let me just say this, what, what, what you're just saying is that, by the way, if you think building a clientele as a lash artist was hard, I guarantee you that building a clientele as a trainer is even harder. Why? Because you only get them once. Like you get a client in and they become a referral and they tell all their friends and, they, and you can quickly grow your own business in a few months. You can have full books if you really know what you're doing through marketing and great sales and doing a great service. But training is going to be much more difficult. You're going to get one student and then that'll be it. They won't come back like in a month unless somehow you create some weird program like well, come once a year or once a month with me and I'll train you every day. But that said, most people don't realize this is another business. It takes all the same kind of time, marketing, selling yourself, getting on the phone, talking to people, creating content, creating the curriculum, and then successfully training them so that they're blown away and they feel like they got more than they paid for. And that's not easy to do. And I think if you failed at being a lash artist, no offense, but you're going to probably be a failure as a lash trainer because you don't understand the hard work it takes to get there. And you gave up on your lashes because you were trying to transition into a trainer because it was, you thought it'd be more money and easier to do. I would encourage you, if you're feeling this way, to look around at your business and invest the energy that you are going to invest in learning how to train into upgrading your skills and changing up what you're doing in your lash studio. That's going to go farther, I think, for you because you're already in. You already started. You already have a machine. You already have systems that work. But what I would encourage you to do is step out of the bubble that you've created to go a little bit deeper. I have a colleague that I worked with in the past and we're friends. We still stay in touch. And she recently reached out to me and asked about what I thought about a promotion that she was doing. And sadly, it was exactly the same place that... that where the industry was in 2014. Yeah. And I know that she's talented and she had clients at the time, but she... And she's fully booked. So she hasn't really needed to invest too much in her craft or her training or being part of a greater community. And because of that, it's gotten boring and stale for her. And so she's promoting something that is just... It's been around for ages already. And, and it she doesn't, doesn't know it. with the audience because the audience is like, what, what is this? It's like 2014 t- type of techniques. Why are we teaching this now? This is a cautionary tale for yeah. you. 
you may be in your business, you may be thinking, I have enough clients, I, I do. But if you're not connected, if you aren't still continuing to learn, if you aren't part of Lash Facebook groups or... Going to conferences or being part of Clubhouse. You become <laughs> blind to the things that you see every day and yeah. you don't see your business with fresh eyes as you should. So what I want you to do is I want you to take those blinders off and give your business an update by making a list of all the touch points, finding out what are the touch points. A touch points, any point of contact that a client has in your business, any, like from email to phone calls to walking in the salon to going to the bathroom to driving up and seeing your building that you're in, all these are where they're experiencing your business in some You're going to make a list of those and you're going to write yourself and you're going to see where you need improvement. You're going to also ask friends that love you to go through these things and rate them for you as well. And don't be defensive. Be accepting. You want the bad feedback so that you can change these things, right? The whole point is to give you a new shot in the arm, to give you a new focus on things that you can work on in this coming year. Hopefully, some of you right now have been thinking about training. You're going, oh, maybe I have other things I need to work on. And that's, I think working, especially if you're not fully booked, you need to work first on becoming that fully booked, a successful lash artist. And here's the next thing we want to ask you is why do you want to be a trainer? And if it's just to make more money, I don't know if that's really enough. I don't know if that's a big enough calling. I've seen a lot of people in the industry just go for the money and eventually they all burn out. I would encourage you to raise your prices, add more value, become the most expensive. People are banging on the door to get in. You can it's be possible. Amazing. You can make $150,000 a year, $200,000 a year as a lash artist, just lashing, working 40 hours a week, and just being a, the best and most expensive lash artist in your community without having to add on worrying about Instagram and marketing and sales and traveling and all those other things, which can be stressful and actually really give you no margin in your life. You can actually have a lot of margin in your life and become exceptional at what you do. That's what I do. That's what I've done. That's what I charge. That's what I earn as a lash artist. Yeah. I didn't get there overnight. It has been how many years? Almost 19 years. So it takes a while. I think in five years, you can go from being just an average lash artist to being the most expensive person in your community. Some of that range, because some people are really gifted marketing and really know how to create that wow experience with their clients. So yes, there are people out there that are able to do that. And I just want, I just wanted to bring that up because for some of you out there, you're feeling compelled to do it just because you just need a new challenge. Instead of learning to be happy where you're at, and what you've built, you always feel like there's something else you need to do, and you may not need to do anything else. Sometimes some of us need to, need to slow down and be satisfied with what we built and go with that instead of having to add one more business, another project. If you do this, if you focus on becoming a trainer, it is going to cost you in time, and that will take you away from your family, from your children, yeah. and it's going to cause a strain on that relationship because you have to focus it somewhere else. Yeah, you're going to lash all day, and at night, you're going to have to work on other things, okay? You can't just at one basically lash all day or actually give up lashing and become a trainer overnight. Like, you're going to have to do both jobs for a while. It may take you two or three years to build enough following to where you can quit your lashing job. So now you have two full-time jobs. You're going to be working 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And I've seen it over and over. We've been in this industry a long time. I see these people flame out and burn out and quit because, because it's, too, it's much. too much. Too much. So I don't want to say don't be a trainer. There are pathways we just share to become trainers. But at the same time, know why you want to do it. And if the answer is only money, that I would rather you focus and build your own business and become the best lash stylist in your community and you can make more money that way. Because it's not going to take that much out of your family. So Anna, I'm going to say goodbye to Tuss because her client's walking go. in the door and I'll finish up without her here. Love you guys. 
Okay, let's wrap this up now that Tuss is gone and we, we just have me. It's just you and me, guys, hanging out, talking about training. So I just want to share, how did we get into training and what was our story? I thought that might be helpful. We basically started training with our staff. That's really how we did it. And then after that, Tuss learned what didn't work, what did work. And eventually we actually did do the school thing. We taught, found a beauty school nearby and we taught there. And then we decided to offer training, I think it was 2014, it was when we did our first class publicly and we thought it was going to be a big deal and it wasn't. I think we had three students, something like that. Then we started doing it. We built a manual, wrote all the stuff. So literally the day before our class, we were our first day of training, literally the day before we didn't sleep. We had not finished our slides. We had not finished everything. So we stayed up all night finishing all the slides, making sure everything walked through it all and basically didn't sleep for like, 30 some hours, whatever, again, did the whole class, taught it. And it was just, just guess what? We put it on the radar, put it on the calendar, and we just said, we're going to do it. And it about killed us because we are sometimes very last second about some things. <laughs> and, but it, it worked. We learned a lot. And we were, Tusney over the last 10 years has improved immensely with our skills, but mainly because we were just shoot, ready, aim. Those ideas, just get out there and do it. And then our training Really, we decide, and again, training is one of those things where you want to continue to build a different perspective if you can. If, if you're really new, you're probably not going to be able to do this, but if you've been in the industry for five, six, seven, eight, ten 10 years, try to find an area that's not being covered. For us, retention became our number one thing because really now retention is commonly talked about, but back 10, 15 years ago, Tustin was focused on retention. That's all she cared about. Her clients would go four weeks between appointments and no one else we knew at that time would get four week retention. So that really became our unique selling point. So you need to find what makes your training special. Like I think of Maddie from Lightheart Lash. What's great about her is she does angel sets, right? That became her thing. She became known for it. But I know Maddie would agree with this. Guess what? That's not going to carry her on for the next 20 years. In fact, any trainer I know knows that you're going to have to change. You're going to pivot. You're going to have to reinvent yourself because what you're doing today won't work in five years. Maybe not even work in a year. <laughs> it's, things change that quick. So if you're looking to be a trainer, just understand that things are going to evolve. You're going to be always reinventing. You're never going to sit back and roll in the money. You're never going to sit back open up your training and have full books. I only know maybe a couple trainers who have that much influence that they say my books are open and people go screaming to fill up, sign up with them. Everyone else has to like be like a used salesperson. Like you have to hunt down students. You have to really um, work to get people in. When I did their like LashCon, our first year of LashCon, no one knew where you were. And no, I didn't expect anyone to want to buy our ticket. I had to convince people that we had good Our program, our event would be good. The same is going to be true for your train. No one's going to care unless you already have that influence. Unless your name is like Mackenzie Graham or your name is name your famous influencer on Instagram. No one's going to buy training from you just because you have a page. You're going to have to become really good at convincing people and talking to people. And by the way, be available for that. Be available for that phone call. Don't just set up a landing page and expect people to buy stuff. Be available. Say, hey, if you have questions about my training, if you're going to spend 1000 to $2,000, $3,000 on my training, you should have the right to talk. That student should have the right to talk to the trainer and at least ask some questions to help them feel comfortable, to help them feel like they're buying a good product. That's a lot of money. For some people, that could be, they only maybe make $30,000, $40,000 a year, and you're about to say, I'm about to take a large chunk of that for one weekend and do training with someone. So respect your students and give them that opportunity, especially in the beginning when you don't have that influence, you don't have 
have that following. There's some, like I said, some trainers can go out there and the whole world will show up. You need to earn that. So anyhow, hopefully all this has been helpful. If you want, by the way, I'm going to say this. We didn't say this earlier. Lashcast Clubhouse, we launched it last week. We are going to keep it open because we're not launching it officially until February 7th. That's our first Wednesday we're meeting. So we're going to keep the doors open for a little bit longer. Let some more people get in. It's really something that will teach you everything you need to know about running a business. If you're struggling in any way, with knowing your numbers, knowing what systems to put in place, we're going to teach you those things. And plus, you're going to have access to us to talk to Tuss, ask her lots of questions about business or more about lashing me about business. You're going to be able, we're going to have a master class once a month where you can sit down with someone in their, who's not even probably in their industry, but an expert in their field. And they're going to teach us things like photography or marketing or building HR or whatever it is that you're going to need with your business. We're going to have someone come in and speak on those pain points that you have. It's going to be extremely covering type of coaching program where we're going to hit a lot of topics and you have a lot of time to sit down with us. Usually at least two to three times a month, you're going to sit down and just do Q and A's and talk deeply about lashes, about business so that you can really take your business next level. And for $87, it's nothing. I'm not going to say it's nothing. $87 is money, but I'm saying it's very little money that I would be shocked to hear if you didn't make more than $87 a month because of our program. You should make that and then some. I'm not going to promise like two or three times your income or two or three times your clients. I feel like there's a lot of empty promises given out to people like, hey, take my train and you'll make seven digits in the next six months. That's going to come down to you. In the end, it's always going to be about you. I'm going to give you systems and ideas and ways of doing business that maybe you're not doing. And then what you do with them will determine whether or not you make six digits, seven digits, 10 digits, whatever it is that someone's promising out there. I, I don't promise that stuff. We are very grounded and we're not here to blow smoke. We're here to make sure that you have the tools you need to succeed. So if you're interested and you've been sitting with us through this whole thing, please go to the show notes. There'll be a link there and you can sign up for our clubhouse or go to our Instagram at Lashcast and you'll see a link there for clubhouse, $87 a month. And we have a guarantee for you, meaning that the first 60 days, if you're not happy, you don't feel like we delivered anything of value, we'll refund your money. Like you can cancel and there's no yearly contracts and that type of stuff. We do have a yearly payment where if you pay once a year, you get one free month. But again, you sign up, you're not happy in two months, we'll refund your money. So don't worry. We have you covered here. We are doing our, we want to create so much value that you will be more than happy and hopefully tell your friends about it. So when we do open it again later this year, they will join us and we'll continue to grow our clubhouse and make it really a welcoming, fun place to learn business, but also inclusive, meaning that we all feel we belong we have community we have we become a family and that's really what we want a place for you so that when we do our events by the way we're planning we're hoping to meet with our Lashcast clubhouse like we'll meet at the clubhouse all over the place wherever we go because we want to connect with our family and all that all right so that i think is about it do i have anything else hey tuss do you have anything to say that's right she's gone i can't even ask her those questions <laughs> anyhow guys that's a wrap thank you so much for hanging out with us today please follow us on instagram at lashcast and at the last conference and remember to subscribe share and review on behalf of my lash monster tusney i want to thank you for taking some time to listen keep on lashing and remember you have a friend in the lash industry <laughs>